Hey now, hey now, Tough Skin Soft Heart family. Welcome back to our virtual dining room table, also known as the Tough Skin Soft Heart Podcast. My name is Shannon Cohen. I am so grateful for this family of difference makers. I think we gather because we understand that positioning ourselves in the earth to be transformational wherever our feet are planted, to be human beings that have made a commitment to lead, love, and serve in transformational ways by default means that life is going to hurt some days, that we are going to have encounters and experiences. We're going to have realities and setbacks. We're going to just have some scars and some battle wounds that emerge every day that we live our lives to be difference makers. And so we have understood and we've come to understand as a family that fake I'm fines serve nobody. We gather every week on Wednesday or whenever you get an opportunity to listen to this podcast for 15 minutes of sharing inspiration and strategy that's designed to help you fight another day. You know, I recognize that I cannot carry the burdens of our family. And when I look at the world around us, I wish I had almost that childlike imagination where you want used to ask yourself, if I have a magic wand and I could wave away pain in a certain way, how would I do that? And I understand that we don't have that. But what we do have is this community. What we do have is the opportunity through community to help one another heal, invest in our recovery, both individually and collaboratively and collectively. And what we do have is agency to support one another so that we can be holistically well, that we can thrive spirit, soul, and body. And so that's the heart of this podcast. I live and I exist to talk about the difficult things that all of us navigate every day behind our titles and our smiles and our roles. And so with that, y'all, I have been singing a song. I'm a proud 80s baby, so I love me. And I know that's not even good grammar, but I love me some Whitney Houston. And yesterday my heart was hurting. I was grieving about what's been happening nationally. I was grieving after the loss of a the loss of a member of the Tough Skin Soft Heart family to breast cancer and I just started belting out Where Do Broken Hearts Go by Whitney Houston. I mean y'all, I was Where Do Broken Hearts Go. So you got to really love Whitney if you know that part of the song. But I was belting out the lyrics of the song that was my go-to, not just with an eighth grade crush, but I think in another context, that song or just those words, where do broken hearts go, is truly the voice of a nation. And I've been meditating on that. So since I was belting out the song in the shower anyway, I decided to use those words as a prompt. Where do broken hearts go? What has broken your heart since the last time we gathered? What has been breaking your heart about the world, about what's happening at the Capitol, what's happening in our presidency, what's happening in our communities, what's happening all around us, what's happening in your family, what's happening around pandemic? Where do broken hearts go? And so I just wanted to share some words of encouragement and inspiration and strategy with you that emerged from me using that classic Whitney Houston song, as an opportunity to invite myself in. And so here's the first place that I think broken hearts go. I think the first place that broken hearts go is inward. I think that we all, when our hearts are broken, rather than stuffing and tucking and acting like our hearts are not broken or trying to continue to function as normal, I have found in my own journey that it is helpful to pause 
and to ask myself, why is my heart broken? You know, this week, this morning, I shared on my LinkedIn page a tool from the Omega Institute. And it's a tool that I share on the consultant side of my business with client organizations as a strategy for advancing emotional intelligence in their leadership. And basically, the tool is a quadrant that asks, like, am I surviving? Am I thriving? Am I struggling? And it has not just prompts listed below. It uses emotions as sensory data, as indicators to really help us to self-diagnose where we are and what we need. And so I think that's the importance of going inward. When we go inward, we're able to unpack the root cause of the heartbreak. We're able to trace that pain back to possibly what triggered it and what caused us to be hurting in the first place. You know, this time of year from November to January, I'm always really mindful with my husband. D lost his father to cancer. And I know that November was a critical time because it was a time when they were celebrating Dad Cohen's retirement. And also at the same time when he went into the hospital, Dad Cohen's birthday is in January and he also passed away and transitioned in January. And so I remember for, it's really the early years of our marriage, but especially throughout our marriage. So even while the holiday season can be festive and it is festive in our family, I'm always very sensitive of the fact that around the holiday season, he holds space for both joy and loss. And I've noticed from us being together almost 14 years, that sometimes the way he holds that space is through silence, or maybe sometimes he holds that space with, you know, not being so excited about like decorating the house or things like that. And so what I've learned is one of the things that I try to do in our relationship is to ask him to be honest and to voice it. Like, how's it going? How are you feeling? You know, you know, I just try to check in and that takes me to the next point. I think as we go inward and we're able to unpack where the sources are of our pain and we're able to talk through what the triggers might be, then we can be honest and voice it. And for some of us, that happens in different ways. I think for some of us, it's through journaling, whether that's orally or in a written form. Some of us, we depend on and we draw strength from our community. So being able to have those open and honest conversations, sometimes it happens with use of a therapist, a licensed clinician that you can unpack and sort and sift through the pain so that you can then start to implement a strategy or recovery journey. And then I think also some of us have to have conversations with the people that are in our lives just to let them know that. You know, I'm struggling a little bit right now, but this season can be a little bit painful for me. And this is how it sometimes shows up in my life. And this is what I need. And I think as we go through that journey of going inward, unpacking, being honest, voicing it, then we can invite support. So one of the things that I try to do, especially for Father's Day and for Dad Cohen's birthday, I often try to ask Dee to talk about his dad. You know, we have photos of his dad in our home so that dudes who never met him and even I who never met him can still grow in knowing who he was because his life and his life's legacy is alive in our family. So that's one thing that we were able to start to do once we were able to voice that that was still a pain that we carry and how do we create new traditions and new practices, even at a family systems level, 
to celebrate his life and not just commemorate his loss. I think something else that happens as we invite support and we begin to think through strategies is that we're able to cross-pollinate ideas with other people. A really good friend of mine, Piper, posted on her page the other day some wisdom that I really needed to hear. I told y'all I was singing, where do broken hearts go? And I was really holding on to some pain from the loss of a member of the Tough Skin Soft Heart family to breast cancer. And Piper shared on her page this truth. She said, you have to schedule time for joy. And it was a practice that she had adopted from a podcast that she had listened to with Michelle Obama. And it was just the perfect nugget of wisdom that I needed in my own journey. And so as you think about solutions, especially in this season where there's so many things going on within us and around us that have quite honestly been heartbreaking, how are you scheduling joy? How are you intentionally blocking time on your calendar to do activities, to connect with other human beings, to rest, to walk, whatever brings light into your life? How are you scheduling that? And I think as we do that, I think the last thing that I have been finding to be really healing in my life around things that have been heartbreaking for me is to invite community. You know, I think that for many of us, especially people that are often the strong friends or you're the strong one, you're the rock in your home, your marketplace, your community. I think that we can very much so make it where we are support to everyone else. But when we are hurting, we try to walk alone. It's weird how that dichotomy can live within the same place. We could be in one setting with one hat that we wear, the first ones to rush in, ready to rush in. We're the first call for help. But in another space, when we need help, we go mute, right? We tuck and we stuff, we cry in our cars, we try to compartmentalize the way that pain has shown up in our lives. And I think that's backwards. I think that we need to intentionally invite community, not once we've hit rock bottom, but if when we feel ourselves, our hope, our strength, when we feel those early tinges of heartbreak, you know, it's kind of like when you know you're about to cry and you get that lump in your throat, right? I think when we start to feel the onset of heartbreak or we immediately after we feel that heartbreak, how can we invite support from our community? So like I shared recently, a member of the Tough Skin Soft Heart family passed away from breast cancer. And what made it really hard is a conversation that we had just before the Rockstar Woman brunch. She found out the cancer had returned and she had sent me an email the day that we had box distribution basically saying, Shan, the cancer is back and give away my ticket. And we knew each other, but we were, you know, I didn't know her enough to tell her no. But in that moment, with tears running down my face, everybody was looking at me like, what is wrong? We were in the midst of so many things. I wrote her back. I said, I'm not. I said, no, I am not giving your ticket away. As a matter of fact, we're about to roll up over your house and bring your box to you right now. (laughs) And that is literally what we did. We kind of stopped production of everything, packed her box specifically and took it to her home. And she responded back by email and said like, Shan, that was exactly what I needed. And she said, I dumped out my coffee from my other mug. I put it into my shine on this mug. I put on my shirt. And she was just like, that was the hope that she needed as she was going into the beginning of another round of treatment. And so when I learned of her loss this week, 
Y'all, I was heartbroken, like just straight heartbroken for her family, for her children, which are young and just just kind of just heartbroken, like, dang, you know? And then on top of things that were happening nationally, I now y'all understand while I was kicking it with my whole Whitney Houston and where do broken hearts go? And I had noticed that family and friends were posting memories of her life on Facebook. And for a while, I just couldn't say anything because I was, I was angry about her loss. And then I was kind of kicking myself because in the last two months, I hadn't reached out to her and I had been reaching out pretty consistently so I was questioning like had I done enough and just just really all of it y'all it was just a low day and so I decided to post my reflection on my own Facebook page and tag her as I had been seeing others do one as a source of me healing that was me being honest and voicing where I was and two it was also me honoring her life and also I realized I needed some support like I was really struggling. I was I was really struggling. And in doing so, I found out how many other members of the Tough Skin Soft Heart family knew her and loved her. But what was even more special is members of the family who didn't know her, but in reading that reflection of her life were like, man, she was awesome. And her light lives on. And I it just blessed me so much. I didn't even really realize that how much that was so helpful for me in recovering. So I'll leave you with these thoughts, family. Where do broken hearts go? They go inward. They unpack, they're honest and they voice it and they invite support. I'm thinking of you, family. Until next time.